0: Hello, this is Susan Marie, and welcome to The Human Condition, a conversation with you based upon everyday observations that all this experience made simple. You can catch these on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, and by subscribing to my newsletter, suemarie.substack.com, and on my website, suemarie.info. Most things I speak of are linked for further study in the data section of the show. Today, I wish to speak with you about environmentalism, morality, speciesism the story of stuff simple ways to help the environment and earth day this discussion is not specifically political or scientific in nature meaning challenging anyone's viewpoints rather implementing simple ways to live to help our environment and ourselves and i bet you are already doing some of these things so what is environmentalism Numerous terms fly around in society regarding climate change, global warming, green living, eco-friendly, sustainability, minimalism, anti-environmentalism, and all of it can become quite confusing. Environmentalism is a philosophy, ideology, and a social movement that simply means concern for and improvement of the health of the environment. So environmentalism, or ecology, is for the preservation, restoration, and improvement of of the natural environment and the Earth's climate. This awareness is in place to prevent further damage to the planet in turn to plants and animals essentially for us in order to keep existing on this planet. It's common sense to take care of your health, to water a plant, to feed a crying baby, right? Yes, so what occurs if you cease taking care of your body, if you stop watering a plant and stop feeding a baby? In all instances, health deteriorates, disease sets in, and eventually death. Well, the same occurs with the environment. The only difference here is nature keeps going without us. However, those of us that exist on the planet, humans, plants, and animals will not unless we magically acclimate to all the changes we cause by human consumption, which is doubtful. However, there are simple things you can do every day that cost you nothing or barely nothing, that become habitual, that can stop adding to decline. Basically, environmentalism is an attempt to balance relations between humans and natural systems. Based on that information, environmentalism doesn't sound so radical. That's because it's not. When you take human behavior and self-reflection into consideration, ideas that helped formulate environmentalism have been occurring for centuries. For example, in Shakespeare's Hamlet, act 2. What a piece of work is man! How Noble in reason, how infinite in faculties, in form and moving, how express and admirable, in action, how like an angel, in apprehension, how like a god, the beauty of the world, the paragon of animals, and yet, to me, what is this quintessence of dust? Man delights not me. Hamlet is expressing sadness over the difference between the absolute best that humans can be compared to how humans truly behave. And the great divide between that is what depresses Hamlet. This is the human condition. Philosopher Rene Descartes, in 1637, in the Discourse on the Method, wrote, I think, therefore I am. Which means our own skepticism must be considered because we lack certainty. In addition, the belief that one's own beliefs cannot be trusted as fact leads to irrefutable fact that one does indeed exist due to knowing that one's beliefs cannot be trusted. So what does Hamlet and Descartes have to do with the environment? They challenge self-reflection and the superb knowledge we are all gifted with as humans, that our thinking selves are dominant over the consciousness of plants and animals, of the environment itself. So if that is fact, why then do we continue to ignore taking care of the environment as much as we care for our car, our homes, and material things like a piece of jewelry or a boat? And Descartes proposed a much larger vision. The lesson that if certainty is a necessary requirement for knowledge, we are left with Very little knowledge. The challenge is that if certainty is not required for knowledge, then what is? And that is exactly why Hamlet was sad about the existence of humankind. Immanuel Kant, one of the foremost thinkers of the Age of Enlightenment, stated, Man is distinguished above all animals by his self-consciousness, by which he is a rational animal. And what he meant is that humankind is possible of higher cognitive thinking. We can make choices, decisions, and plan things out. Plants and animals have affective consciousness, which is emotion, but not higher cognitive processes like humans. Sigmund Freud, psychoanalyst, created a model of the mind separated into three tiers, the conscious, the subconscious, and the unconscious mind. And from those findings came metacognition, which is thinking about one's thinking and referring to the processes used to plan, monitor, and assess one's understanding and performance. And that is critical awareness of one's thinking and learning and oneself as a thinker and learner. Metacognition is the difference between humankind and plants and animals. Why is it important to mention all of these statements from philosophy to psychology to art? Because they all show absolute proof that the human brain is possible of yet to be discovered higher realms of functioning, even more so than plants and animals, yet at the same time, humankind fails at reaching its fullest cognitive potential. This is why I prefer St. Augustine's version of I think, therefore I am, from the city of God, which plainly states, I make mistakes, therefore I am. Which brings me to speciesism. The moral status of animals, written by Stephen Clark, states that both animals and human beings have desires that can compel them to action, however only human beings are capable of standing back from their desires and choosing which course of action to take. This proposes that animals, nature included, are not autonomous. So the view that only humans are morally considered is speciesism. And in the 70s, Richard Ryder, psychologist, stated that speciesism is a human-centered prejudice similar to racism. He objected to favoring one's own species while exploiting or harming members of other species that favors the interests of humans. Speciesism allows the interests of one's own species to override the greater interests of members of other species. In turn, this brings me to the documentary, The Story of Stuff. A must-see 20-minute short film released in 2007 that outlines production and consumption patterns in humankind, specifically the United States, but it affects the whole world. The premise of the short is based upon the question, have you ever wondered where all the stuff we buy comes from and where it goes when we throw it out? And the story of stuff brings me to Earth Day, which needs to be every day, not just one day. Earth Day is the largest civic observance in the world every year on April 22nd. And on this day in 1970, 20 million Americans from all lifestyles launched the modern environmental movement. This is when the clean air, clean water, and endangered species acts were made into law. So for all of us, there are simple ways we can help the environment and ourselves. First, plastic. Plastic grocery bags that get thrown out end up in landfills and the environment. And they can suffocate animals and are mistaken for food. And it takes 10 to 1,000 years for plastic bags to decompose. I recycle plastic bags if I cannot reuse them. At least they will go to a proper recycling center instead of a landfill. But to not use them at all is integral. Carry environmentally friendly bags with you. Keep them in your vehicle. Recycle plastic bags. Straws. Do not use them. Drink from the glass or cup. Do not accept a plastic straw when you go out. Or if you must use one, carry your own eco-friendly straw kit. They exist. Did you know that every year we use 1.6 million barrels of oil just for producing plastic water bottles? And they take over 450 years to decompose. Instead of buying individually packaged drinks, buy in bulk, buy a reusable water bottle. There are public water fountains designed for refilling reusable water bottles. And check with restaurants and coffee shops to see if they offer reusable containers for drinks. Even better, a discount to customers who use reusable containers for their drinks. And styrofoam is not biodegradable. Refuse to take food or drink in these containers. Go green. And what go green means is stop receiving paper statements in the mail when necessary, pay bills online, utilize technology to stop wasting paper, and instead of using notebooks, utilize your laptop and recycle. Recycle, recycle. It is a simple thing to do. If your place of residence does not provide recycling opportunities, find a place to take your recycle. Make sure your workplace and campus recycles. It is as simple as cleaning out glass and plastic and just putting all paper products into a reusable bin instead of your garbage. And you can take bottles back to the store for money. You can recycle just about anything. Paper, plastic, glass, batteries, print cartridges, ink, vape cartridges, straws. And items like vape and print cartridges can get returned back to the place you bought them. Car batteries can be returned to an auto store or your garage. And regular batteries can be recycled normally. Save electricity. Turn off lights, TV, and other appliances when you are not using them. Lower your air conditioner heat when it's not necessary. And save water. While brushing your teeth and doing dishes, make sure the water is not running and use cold water during laundry unless absolutely necessary. Try to get a rain barrel. Then you can water your plants and grass and wash your car with the rain water. Also, carpooling, biking, and using public transportation, they're all better options that help the environment and your budget. And lastly is composting, which is recycling organic material into fertilizer for plants. You do need some land for this, but composting helps by barely leaving any garbage to end up in landfills. If you recycle, then compost all the leftover food products, that can feed your garden. Then in turn, less buying of harmful gardening products, or any products, and less consumption. If these opportunities do not exist where you live, create them. Be the first. The earliest historical records demonstrate the immense interest humanity had in only itself. With the finding of the statement, Know thyself, inscribed in the court of the Temple of Apollo at Delphi over 3,000 years ago. You decide. You can start by going to earthday.org and get started. Leonardo DiCaprio, in the documentary Before the Flood, along with Nat Geo TV, said, The truth is, the more I learn about this issue and everything that contributes to the problem, the more I realize how much I don't know. And I agree. Join me next week for more interesting discussions suggested by you to me and check out last week's episode on the numerous facets of love.